0: what is the secret art of business the creative side of our brain and the business side of our brain may seem like two separate entities but they are actually interconnected and complementary the creative side of our brain can bring fresh and innovative ideas to the table while the business side of our brain can turn these ideas into practical and profitable solutions By tapping into both the creative and business side of our brains, we can find a balance between risk-taking and practicality, leading to more success and fulfillment in both our personal and professional lives. I'm Katherine Lane Klein, entrepreneur and creative person, and in this podcast, we will hear success stories from people that are doing exactly that, and hopefully giving you ideas of how you can too. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Secret Art of Business. And today, my guest is Keith Waitman, and he is the RVP, which is Regional Vice President of Bullhorn. And I am sure that many people on this podcast are very familiar with Bullhorn. But Keith, tell us exactly what you do for Bullhorn.
1: Absolutely. Well, first off, very nice to be here. And I am a Regional Vice President of National Accounts with Bullhorn, which I've been with Bullhorn for 10 and a half years and manage about 200 customers that fall under my team. I have three leaders under me. And as you know, we provide software to staffing recruiting firms that help them all the way from the beginning, all the way to paying and billing. their candidates and consultants.
0: Cool. And we are definitely at Portfolio Creative uh, fans of Bullhorn. We have... Um, jumped around a little bit to different software but we have been with this one the longest (laughs) so um so that says a lot about bullhorn and and the people on your team as far as being really receptive and getting us to what we need um but sales is not where you started um i get the absolute pleasure of mentioning that you are uh have a degree in guitar performance and before people get judgy (laughs) <laughs> let's first talk about that. How did you get into guitar performance as a major? I didn't even know that was a major at all. So
1: <laughs> most people don't. And then they're tr- they try to connect the dots between guitar performance and now sales. But, oh, we're going to do that today. <laughs> yeah. So I originally got into music as a teenager. I had friends that played music and I wanted to play music as well. And I've I've always had like an obsessive personality where I would find something and then I go all in and it's almost like one of those things where it's all I can think about. So I got pretty heavy into guitar growing up as a teenager and then I wanted to go study it in school and I ended up going to East Carolina University for my first few years and then I got a scholarship to come back to Towson, Maryland to study with a guitar teacher there and... I studied guitar performance and, you know, classical and jazz. And at that time, I didn't really know what I was going to do with it. Maybe I was going to teach private lessons. I was doing some restaurant gigs. I never wanted to teach in a school system. It was just something I really loved and I had a passion to do. And and then from from there, you know, after I graduate graduated, I realized, well, I may want to try and see what else is out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still mm-hmm. to me, and then that's what took me down the, the path of sales
0: well what is so interesting and I think what a lot of people are going to kind of see in themselves in this too is that and and myself included is that um I went to school and I got a BFA oh, so I um knew fine art but then you realize no I don't know if I can make a living at this so I'm going to need something else to fall back on so that's how I got into marketing it was a little bit of a sidestep and got into marketing um But for you, your sidestep was in the sales. So um, tell us about your first sales job.
1: Yeah. So when I originally decided I I probably should see what else is out there, I didn't really know what I was going to do because I'd always done music. So I ended up placing my resume on Monster and I got a call from the district vice president of Ronstad, and they had a recruiting and sales position available at a local branch I went and met the the, the RVP or the district vice president, really hit it off. And I thought, hey, this is something that I could probably do. And I might as well give it a shot. It was like my first offer out of school. so And I ended up staying at Ronsad for about three years, ended as a branch manager there. And I really liked it. And from there, I saw the success. And that further catapulted my career of yeah maybe sales is something that that I can really get get behind
0: what did you really like about sales
1: I love the problem-solving aspect of it one as you know in the staffing you get to meet a lot of people you get to learn a lot about a different industries and you get to help people find positions and careers so that was fulfilling but for me it was always I like the problem-solving aspect like a customer call with a specific challenge that they were trying to fill, or, Hey, you were supposed to have 10 people show up today and, and only you know, four. And it,
0: it,
1: it, for me, that was the fun part of, of finding the problems and then thinking creatively of ways that we could could solve them.
0: That's cool. That's cool. I, um, before we get too far away from the guitar discussion, uh, did, did you belong to, do were you part of a band at any point or a ensemble?
1: I was in a like a rock band in in high school and then I was part of like the jazz ensemble at ECU and then at Towson where I went to in Baltimore there was not I was not a part of an ensemble but there was like a guitar quartet that I was a part of
0: very very cool do you remember what um well I'm sure you do but what was the name of your band in high school?
1: Oh gosh! Now I did not come up with this name. That's I was okay. recruited. Into, I was recruited into this group. It was called Pludge. P L U D G E.
0: I just love. It. I love band names. They're always so fun, and it's it's funny because every once in a while, my husband and I will hear like some sort of crazy line, and we're like, "Oh, that make a great band name," because <laughs> you know, they're always like so. They make they're they make actually no sense, but I I was just curious. All right. So you, you stuck with sales and you're now at Bullhorn and how do you feel that, you know, your creativity is still being engaged with your, your growth and your time with Bullhorn? Because it is not something that you just suddenly stop, you know, you stop being talented, you know, you, you still are. Um, but it's just kind of gets parked to the side a little bit. So how do you feel you're still able to utilize some of that right brained um, finesse, you know, that, that style? Well, I think
1: for me, it was like, how do I incorporate the things that I'm passionate about, whether it's music or when I grew up, when I was younger, I drew a lot, which I think many kids that are young, they they start with drawing. Right. And then for whatever reason, we, we move away from it as we get older. And so I, would incorporate a lot of whiteboarding into meetings where we would go on site and we'd actually draw on the whiteboard so I could use my creative brain to you know, process flow, current state, future state, help them understand the gaps. So for me, that was fun because I could use some of that right brain thinking and then using that to teach other reps on the team of how to do it. And now I, I post a lot on LinkedIn about, creativity in using drawing and simple pictures to break down complex problems. It's, it's been a lot of fun because it's something I've been passionate about for a long time, but I'm just now starting to, to get it out there and share it with more people.
0: I I love uh, your blog that specifically talked about that. And I love that you're bringing that up now because I do think that people tend to forget that we, there are a lot of people, if not almost everybody is also very visual too. They can, you know, they, we do have a skill to learn, and but we really do process things quicker and faster through visualization and when, when people do things like that. So when we're handed something that's just an audio only, you know, unless you're really focused on just what everybody is saying, you're not getting it. So I love that you're utilizing, you know, again, that, that drawing seal that you had as you were younger to, you know, kind of teach people now to comprehend ideas and thoughts and things like that. And I'm going to assume you have found some success with that.
1: Yeah, no, I've I've been fortunate. I mean, I think I've been fortunate to work with a great company and great people, but I also have felt like my creative background of being able to, I would consider myself a visual thinker. So I agree with a lot of the things that you said is Like, our brains process images 60,000 times faster than written text alone. And even people that say, oh, I'm not a visual learner, I don't necessarily agree with that because over 50% of our brain is actually wired to process vision, right? And if you think even, like, the great writers, they all talk about creating a narrative that creates a visual in your brain because you start Mm -hmm. to read things images, you don't think of words. You think of the images that the words are saying. And I think that most people shy away from art or drawing outside of a creative profession. Like in sales, many people don't do it because they think, well, I can't draw or I'm not creative. And in reality, you don't need to draw you don't need be an be, artist. You don't
0: need to be a good drawer. If you can do some arrows and things, people will follow along. <laughs>
1: exactly. That's what I say. I'm like, if you can draw your basic shapes and arrows, you can take complex problems and make them very simple. And I and the more simple the image, the easier it is for us to understand, because those everybody's familiar with the basic shapes. Right. So.
0: Right. And that's where I think if you want to think about flow charts, that's a great example too. It's like if you're trying to understand a process, there's nothing better than a good flowchart to help you understand that. Again, it's, it's visual. And if you walk, you talk through it, it's, it makes even more sense a lot easier. And the one thing I'm going to call out too, is, I mean, we, you know, cause I did mention, I said, you know, before people want to get judgy about the guitar thing, I think really the key to a lot of people's success is to always be in tune with that right side. And, to give the right side of our brain all the credit it deserves. It is not just whether or not you can play music or draw well or things like that. I mean, that is where our um, imagination, our creativity, our innovation, our, and relationship building, everything's located there and also um, being present. And I think all of those words that I just said are really key to sales. So like, again, for the fact, like I said, you know, you, you had this, really um, right brain start, but you're now kind of crossing over a little bit to the left brain, right brain, because you, you are probably also working with data too. And data is nothing, in my opinion, if you're not doing anything with it or building a relationship with it. So what are your, what are your thoughts about how that whole left brain, right brain thing is working for you, you know, sifting through the data, but also trying to be innovative and clever. <laughs> and, and, you know, just basically make friends, because people want to work with people they like.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you you do need to have a mix of both. Right. And it's I'm a very I I do like to see like if you ask any of my reps, if they come to me about a situation, I'm always like, okay, let me I want to make sure I have all the facts. So, like, you, you know, those personality tests that have the colors. I was a blue, which means I'm analytical. I need to see the information before I make a decision where like all my sales reps are reds and yellows, which means they're like very outgoing. They like to be around other people. I was like the introvert of the group. <laughs> but you know, for me, itself, you see the data, you, you get the big picture, but then you can start to spot patterns you can start to see gaps. That's where the, the right brain comes in. You take the data, then you spot the patterns, then you break it up, see how it all relates to each other. And then you come up with a solution once you have an understanding of all the related pieces and how they fit together.
0: I'm sure you're definitely hitting a lot of notes with the people that see the patterns. Lisa does for me, too. It's like yeah, I got to s- kind of like lay it all out and then see where it starts making sense. And then, again, it's almost like you can visually just draw the lines to everything. Kinda like that crazy um, meme we always see where it's mm-hmm. like all the, the the crime scene with the, <laughs> the lines and things like that. Yes, that is how I figure things out. <laughs> All right, so a question for you I have now is um, what do you do now that still, you know, triggers your, your right brain, you know, because like, you, know, you, you work all day, that's typically very left brain heavy, but we also have time to where we fall right to these more creative, fun things. Um, and you have kids, you know, you, you put that in your LinkedIn. So um, what do you do with them for fun or for yourself for fun that, you know, just kind of gives you that little bit of an escape?
1: Yeah. Well, I think for my kids, so yeah, I've got two boys, 10 and eight, and they are very much into sports. And my youngest is also very much into drawing. So we spend time drawing together and I like to play Pictionary with them because again, (laughs) it gets that creative thought of like, here's the word. Now you go draw it. So we have fun doing that and playing sports. And then for me, I make time every single morning. I I start off most mornings doing some type of drawing and I wouldn't really call it drawing. It's more of like icons or if I'm listening to a podcast or listening to a Ted talk, I'll sketch note it, which if you're familiar with, it's combination of icons and in words. And it helps me better retain the information because I'm using pictures along with the, and it helps with listening, but I make time to do that every single morning. It's like, 15, 20 minutes before I even start my work day is I'll do some drawing. And then during my meetings, I have an an iPad. I, I sketch all of my meetings during the day as well, too, because for me, it, it helps me listen. And it helps me stay focused because like most salespeople, I have a little bit of you know, ADD where I'll start going. I'll think about something else or I'll get an email yep. or I get a snack. This helps me really stay focused because I'm listening. I'm drawing out the icons. Uh, so that's and then every Saturday I, I do write a weekly newsletter. So that's where I start to work on writing, which is something that I never really grew up doing much of. Oh, interesting. So I try to make that daily a daily a daily practice or a daily habit because, as we all know, if you want to build a skill, you got to make it a habit. So try to do something daily.
0: That's really interesting. I have not heard about this this sketch note taking. I, I think I'm gonna have to start utilizing that because I I really do encourage people to doodle, you know, during meetings and things like that. Because, it, to your point, you know, if it, it's getting, it, it'll help you remember things if you are doing something like that and listening at the same time. So, so you, what do you like? Are part of the notes words and other parts are images, or are you just drawing? the whole concept as somebody's talking.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a little bit, you probably, you may or may not be able to see oh like my this. God. Yeah. Part of it is, you know, I'm a big believer of continuing to learn about the industry that we serve. So every morning, part of my little creativity exercises, we get an email internally about, Hey, here are like the top six things that are going on in the industry. So rather than read through all six links, I will sketch it out. And that was an example of what that is, but it helps me remember it. It helps me man- uh, keep the image of it in my mind. And it's fun You're for right. me to do. Right. It makes it a lot more enjoyable than reading six links that are, you know, text heavy.
0: Well, I will just tell if, if people listening on, to this on audio only to go over to YouTube, to take a look at that because <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think I'm going to try and start taking notes like that all the time because it is fun. And I could definitely think I could retain a lot more because what happens sometimes too, is I'll end up writing so fast. I have to start deciphering what I wrote after a while because it just starts, you know, turning into, I can, I guess for the most part, I can read it, but sometimes I forget what the point was when I'm writing. But if I drew pictures, that's going to help me remember the whole concept. I think.
1: I was going to share this with you after, but since we were showing it, I'll, I did my my prep notes for the call today.
0: Oh, I love for it! The oh my goodness, that is so cool. Actually, if you could send me that, because I want to use that as as a post just to just kind of show people what we're talking about here, because that is freaking fantastic. I absolutely yeah. love it. I love it. So, um, are you looking to do anything in the future, in the near future, that you you still would like to try and do? Like I said, you're writing, you're drawing. I mean, is this kind of mm-hmm. I getting it back into guitar playing, you know, do you um, still do that or write music or any of that?
1: I, I do. Pr- I do play guitar still. I, and again, that's another thing that I've actually started incorporated probably about a year ago because I moved very far away from it when I got into sales and I got a family and I was traveling all the time. And I and I missed that connection that I, I mean, because I used to be playing eight hours a day. Oh, sure. Always, always working on it. So I play every single day for a minimum of like 10 to 15 minutes just nice. to get something in, just to get so I'm not so far removed. And I just mm-hmm. make time for it. And think about it, it's like, well, oh, you've got two kids, you've got work. It's like, yeah, but I can make time to find 10 minutes where I can go play where I'm not watching TV or I'm doing something that's not as productive, I
0: guess. Awesome. Well, Keith, you are probably the most likable salesperson I've ever met. Um, oh, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> and, I've, and I've met a lot. But again, love, love Bullhorn, love your company. You've, done, you've helped us out a lot, and it has been so great talking to you and learning a little bit about you know, not just you know, what you do, but how you do it. I mean, it has been really fascinating and fun. So I, I really appreciate your time.
1: Wow. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being a customer. And if you ever need anything, you know where to reach me.
0: I certainly do. And I will have all your contact information tagged when this podcast runs so people can get a hold of you if they want to talk about Bullhorn or one of the other things you got going on. They'll have a way to reach you. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. The Secret Art of Business is supported by Portfolio Creative. Portfolio Creative is a recruiting and staffing company specializing in finding marketing talent. Go to PortfolioCreative.com to get started in finding your next marketing person or your next job. We are experts. We are creative. We are good humans. Please subscribe or follow this podcast to get the latest episodes. And let me know if there's someone you think of that would be a great guest on the show. Here we can build a community that believes creativity and drive can work together.